When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune, but with a twist. I'm Maya, a singer, a songwriter, video maker, and Oakland native. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. This month, we have some very special episodes. Each week, one of my friends will be taking over the podcast to share their favorite deep cuts with you. Rounding out this fun month of guest hosts is the lovely and very, very funny Noah Khan. You might know him from songs like Hurt Somebody and False Confidence. We also did a collab back in October of 2020 called Pride. Noah, take it away. It's 365 with Noah Khan. On this day in 2004, Mean Girls was released in theaters. Starring Lindsay Lohan, Tina Fey, and Rachel McAdams, the high school comedy became a cult favorite. Let's look back at how Mean Girls became a staple of pop culture. Mean Girls was a hit when it came out, grossing $130 million at the box office. This was on par with other classic teen movies of the era, like Legally Blonde, which grossed $141 million. But what made Mean Girls remain so impactful is its witty screenwriting, and for that, we have Tina Fey to thank. At the time, Tina Fey was a writer and cast member on Saturday Night Live. She read Rosalind Wiseman's book, Queen Bees and Wannabes, an instructional book about teaching your daughter how to navigate the drama of high school. She called longtime SNL producer Lauren Michaels immediately, telling him that even though the book was nonfiction, it would be a great basis for a movie. Self-help book inspired her to write a screenplay about cliques, also drawing from her own experiences in school. And so, the iconic character of Katie Heron was born, a socially clueless girl who grew up homeschooled in Africa with her zoologist parents. Katie makes fast friends with Janice and Damien, two outcasts, but somehow she gets swept up into the plastics, the mean, popular clique. Janice Ian, who's named after one of the first musical guests on SNL, convinces Katie to join the clique to sabotage them. But as Katie spends more time with the Mean Girls, she becomes a Mean Girl herself. It's been 17 years since Mean Girls came out. The movie is old enough to be a high schooler itself at this point. But it feels like it hasn't been that long, because you can't go anywhere on the internet without seeing jokes from the film. People make their Instagram bios, get in loser, we're going shopping, or post photos captioned, on Wednesdays, we wear pink. And every year on October 3rd, people share that same gif of Lindsay Lohan as Katie Heron saying, on October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. Plus, anyone who's ever taken calculus in school has Mean Girls to think. You can't learn about limits without thinking, the limit does not exist. I personally... Did not make it to calculus, because I'm an idiot, but this movie's permeated everything. There's even now a Broadway musical of Mean Girls, which premiered in 2019, 2018, excuse me. That same year, Ariana Grande released a music video for Thank You Next, featuring her and her friends paying homage to scenes from their favorite teen movies. They recreate the talent show scene where the plastics dress up in Santa outfits and dance to Jingle Bell Rock. Ariana even writes about her exes in a burn book. Mariah Carey has also referenced Mean Girls in her music. In her 2009 single, Obsessed, she quotes the Queen Bee Regina George in an interlude. And I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? Even the White House is in on the shared jokes. In 2013, the White House Twitter account shared a photo of the Obama family's dog, Bo, with a tennis ball and said, Bo, 
Stop trying to make fetch happen. Classic. Here are some more fun facts about Mean Girls. Glenn Coco is real. Tina Fey named the minor character after a family friend. It might be hard to imagine anyone but the final cast performing in Mean Girls, but those roles were competitive. And some big names auditioned for the movie. How would the movie have changed if Ashley Tisdale played Gretchen Wieners? Or if James Franco played Aaron Samuels? I personally would have loved him in that role. In some ways, Mean Girls hasn't aged well. There are some jokes that are homophobic, fatphobic, and racist. You might be thinking that everything from the early 2000s is problematic in that way, but there's a lot to learn from thinking about how our favorite movies can do better. We can be critical of pop culture and still enjoy it. Mean Girls might be a comedy, but in the end, it did teach us some valuable lessons. By the end of the movie, the high schoolers realize that it's easier to be yourself than someone you're not, and the people who care about you will appreciate you for who you are. Now let's talk about music. Today in 1977, Led Zeppelin played a show to an audience of 77,229 people in Pontiac, Michigan. The event set a new record for attendance at a single-act concert. At the Pontiac Silverdome, this enormous audience got to hear classic Zeppelin hits like Stairway to Heaven and Kashmir live, and fans remember it being out of control. People jumped out of the stadium seats into the pit and lit fires in the upper deck. Hey, I guess this is what 70s rock and roll was like. Definitely a little crazy than one of my shows. They're kind of similar. Uh, the Who had previously held the record for the longest concert for a show that also took place at the Silverdome, originally a football field. That stadium could hold a big crowd. But the Who were just shy of Zeppelin at around 75,000. Now, the largest ever concert had an audience of 225,000 when Italian singer-songwriter Vasco Rossi performed in Modena, Italy in 2017. On this day in 2021, I got to record a podcast for my amazing friend Maya, who I am so grateful for. And I'm very grateful to be able to be here on this amazing podcast, uh, you know, speaking really fast with a lisp, stuttering. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much uh, to Maya, to her team, and to all the listeners who, uh, who make this podcast so great. So thank you guys so much. I'll remember this day for the rest of my life. Thank you all so much for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from yesteryear. It's 